Hey, well, tonight we're going to be concluding our series uh, on relationships called You and Me. And over the past few weeks, we have looked at relationships, how to find the right ones, and how to build and strengthen those relationships. And tonight I've got the hot, spicy topic of uh, what to do when conflict happens in relationships. So you ready? You ready? All of us from time have conflict tension, frustration in a relationship, not once either, in a relationship, uh, whether it's a family member, a spouse, a, a mum and dad relationship, or uh, kids, you know, there's, there's endless. In work, at time, we are faced with, in all those fears, conflict in those relationships. And there are many reasons conflict occurs. Let me list a few. Poor communication can cause conflict. Now, you can't nudge anyone in service. Uh, maybe someone didn't communicate something, or maybe someone communicated in a harsh way, and it caused some conflict. Disorganization can cause conflict. Maybe someone's just not organized, and now their disorganized has become your pain, and it's caused conflict. Maybe some poor character has caused conflict in relationships. Maybe a bit of gossip, and that person found out you're gossiping, and now it's caused a bit of tension. Maybe, uh, maybe another poor character thing is that you've committed to something, and then you didn't do it. So instead of your yes being yes, and your no being no, your yes means no, or your no means yes, can cause conflict. Less deeper one, hunger can cause conflict. I read a stat the other day, and apparently 70% of all marital fights start because someone's hungry. So, lads, buy her those KFC chicken nuggets. Keep it happy. A lack of sleep can cause conflict. Where you're feeling a bit tired, you might have a six-week-old baby at home and they wake up every two hours and <laughs> tell us the truth, yes. <laughs> Sometimes sickness can cause conflict. Maybe you yourself are sick and then you're a bit grumpy or maybe you're caring for someone and sick and it causes stress in that relationship. Maybe financial pressure uh, is causing uh, conflict. The list is never ending. We have conflict in our relationships, and the reason for conflict just doesn't stop. And so tonight, I want to talk about what is the Jesus response to conflict. That simple thing. How would Jesus respond to a moment of conflict? And we're going to be looking at a passage of Scripture in Colossians. But before I read it out, I want us to give a bit of context to the Scripture, so the early church is starting to form, and it's going gangbusters. It's amazing. We've got Jewish people who have discovered Jesus, who have been oppressed for a very long time, hundreds of years at this point. We've got Greek people who... Uh, who are part of the culture, who oppressed the Jews for a season of time. 
and have their religion, philosophies, and views. And then we have the Romans who have come in and taken over everything. And they have their views and their religion and their idea of how things should be done. There's a social hierarchy at this time where it's, you know, very clear where you fit in that class and that's the people that you hang around with. And then the New Testament church begins. And it begins by getting all these different types of people with all these different types of views and beliefs and understandings and puts them all together and they find Jesus and it's amazing, but as they are traveling together, conflict arises. And so Paul writes this, these scriptures to help with the conflict that is happening. And I believe these scriptures are a fantastic foundation to solve any conflict in any relationship in any circumstance. So let's read it, eh? Colossians 3, uh, verse 13. Bearing with one another. If one has a complaint against another, forgive each other as the Lord has forgiven you. So, so you also must forgive. I love this scripture because it says, bear with one another, which kind of says that there's going to be people around you that annoy you. But I love what this scripture says is that our first response needs to be forgiveness. I don't know about you, but when I don't forgive or if I have some offense towards someone I, and I let that thing fester, it gets bigger than what it really is. I get frustrated with them. I get a bee in my bonnet with them. But I love how in this scripture, God, what is used is that Paul reminds us of how much we have been forgiven of, how much God has forgiven us. Have you ever thought about that? It's like, here I am, and I'm like, I'm struggling to forgive you, but then I've got to stop and think. It's like, man, imagine all that God has forgiven of me. And here I am saying, I shouldn't, I, I don't feel like forgiving you. And I'm like, that's, that's a crazy thought. Yeah. I love how it is. It's this, I often think reconciliation is, we often think reconciliation is I point the finger and they say sorry, and that begins the reconciliation journey. But forgiveness says, I will make the first move. I will be the bigger person, and I will choose to forgive you. So how do you forgive someone? I, I literally play, I, I pray this prayer. Father, I forgive this person for what they have done and how they've made me feel. And sometimes it just washes away. Just that simple prayer, it washes away. Sometimes it takes a little bit more longer, and I have to keep bringing it to God and keep, keep surrendering it to Him. But after time... God moves and forgiveness comes. A great foundation when dealing with any conflict is when both people have a heart of forgiveness. Verse 14, it says this, And above all else, above all these, put on love, which binds everything together in perfect harmony. Above your conflict, when we bring forgiveness, we need to have a heart full of love. 1 Corinthians chapter 13 says this, love is patient and kind. 
Love is not jealous or boastful or proud or rude. It does not demand its own way. It is not irritable and it keeps no record of being wronged. It does not rejoice about injustice, but rejoices whenever the truth wins out. Love never gives up, never loses faith, is always hopeful and endures through every circumstance. Love is the best foundation when dealing with conflict. Imagine you're having a fight with your spouse or your sibling or your parent, and that's the, that's the foundation of dealing with that conflict. I'm choosing to be... Uh, patient and kind. I'm choosing not to be jealous or prideful. I'm choosing not to be rude, but I'm choosing to just be filled with love and understanding. Uh, I'm a dad. I'm a dad of two now. I've got a six-week at home, but I've also got a four-year-old little girl. Now, I love my little girl so, so much. She is, she is an intense ball of energy, and she is so much fun. Uh, but she is a strong-willed child, and when she puts her mind to something or wants a particular way and it doesn't align to our family values, it does cause a bit of conflict at times. And this is the thing. It's like as part of as my job as a dad, it's my, I'm meant to get in there. I'm meant to bring correction. I'm meant to bring discipline if it's needed. I'm meant to do all these things uh, when there's a misalignment or conflict with my little girl. But... I know when I'm disciplining out of love versus when I'm disciplining out of frustration or anger. And I, and I think it's such a great analogy for us to stop. Whatever relationship we have and wherever there is conflict, actually stop and ask this question. Am I operating in love? Am I having tough conversations in love? Or am I... Uh, letting frustration win? Am I letting anger win? Am I letting my offense win in these situations? Verse 15, it says this, and let the peace of Christ rule in your heart in which, in which indeed you were called in one body and be thankful. This scripture's, I actually for years had misread this scripture. Because it's like, oh, yeah, have the peace of Jesus in you and, you know, having the peace of God will, will actually help, you know, be more peaceful and bring peace into situations. But it's not saying that at all. See, the goal of resolving conflict in what the Scripture says isn't about getting my way. Peace here isn't talking about an inward peace, but, it's bring, but to bring peace to the situation or conflict. And this is probably the area that I have struggled the most with whenever battling with conflict. Sometimes I've let pride get the better of me. Sometimes I have just want to win the fight. Sometimes I just want to push and push and push so I get the way I want it to get. But as I get older, I've really learned to take on this scripture and just to go... Ask myself whenever I'm in conflict or wherever, whenever I feel frustrated or there's pain or anything like that, I just ask myself this question. Does it really matter? So much that we get uh, all fussed up about 
can often be, when we stop and think about it, it's just we're just being a little bit crazy. But actually to stop and go, you know what, does this really matter? Is hurting this relationship worth, worth the fight? And sometimes I've had to ask myself the question, is this, am I bringing peace into that situation? So that, these are my keys for conflict. And there's many more, and you can think of other things, but it challenges us all that when we're faced with a struggle in a relationship, am I bringing forgiveness? Am I bringing love? Am I bringing peace into the situation? And I honestly believe this, is that when we do that, that allows God to move powerfully in that situation. And when God moves into that situation, restoration comes. Restoration moves. And what can be a difficult relationship, what could be a painful relationship, can be actually some of the most powerful life-giving relationships that we have. So I'm going to invite the keyboardists up right now, but I want us to stand to our feet. I want us to lift our hands to heaven one more time. As we conclude this series around relationships, I just want us to think of a relationship that there might be a bit of conflict, a relationship that might be a bit of tension, a relationship that you might be frustrated with, might be with a parent, might be with a child, might be with a boss, might be with a work colleague. Might be with a spouse. Just to begin to open up your heart to that situation, that moment. Allow forgiveness to come if you need to forgive them. Forgive them right now in this moment. Lord, I forgive them for this. This is how it made me feel. I release them from that right now. Might be... Uh, might be an asking of God's help in this moment. Lord, help me bring the love into this situation. Help me to bring peace into this situation. Help me to bring restoration in this situation. This frustration, this tension. I want a God. Father, I just lift every relationship that's struggling, to you, struggling right now, every relationship where there's unhealthy conflict, every relationship where there is healthy conflict. And Lord, we just pray, Lord, that you would just move powerfully. 
Lord, that you would help bring forgiveness, that you would help bring restoration. Lord, that you would help bring love and peace into those relationships. In Jesus' name, amen. You guys can keep your eyes closed for a quick second.